Good morning on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Along with Brett Witkowski, it's Phil McDonald. We are going to recap some girls high school basketball from last week and this week between now and 10 o'clock. Normally, Jeff Wallace, girls basketball coach from St. Joe, join us in this time slot. But Coach Wallace has got uh, some uh, sick kids at home and he doesn't want to uh, fear bringing germs uh, into the, uh, the area. And they just got that traveling cold that everyone one's got that has gotten kids at home and staff members at home it's just the uh it's it's the traveling cold that uh, everybody is hit with so we appreciate coach wallace for uh, staying safe but uh, we will talk our lady of the lake basketball with coach mary voitko lakeshore basketball with coach mike clark michigan lutheran basketball with coach ron briney and benton harbor basketball with coach kenny jackson between now and 10 o'clock we also brought to you in part by campbell ford lincoln saline parrot company rogers foodland siemens in Bridgman and United Federal Credit Union. Again, we are at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, where everyone is welcome and love is served fresh daily, featuring fresh and made-to-order baked goods, amazing espresso and coffee drinks, beautiful breakfasts, and more. And Full Circle Cafe is now open for uh, dinner as well um, after 3 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday. I think they're open from 3 until uh, 7. Right now, their current uh, lunch and dinner menu include a chicken pot pie, smothered chorizo burrito, a meatloaf. Oh, I love a good meatloaf. You do? Yeah. Roger was out here. He tried it out last Saturday. Came the, out here for the me. meatloaf. Well, he Roger tries everything. <laughs> 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 a little bit of everything. Yeah, Roger says yes to the menu. <laughs> They've got the full circle security board. They've got homemade soups as well. Got to check out the uh, lunch and dinner menu along with the breakfast menu here at Full Circle Cafe, which includes Brett's favorite uh, breakfast sandwich. You've got uh, buttermilk pancakes, quiche. Uh, different sandwiches, the uh, cinnamon spice oatmeal, breakfast, banana split, and a whole lot more. Got to check it out. As soon as you walk in, I mentioned this last week. As soon as you walk in here, you smell like you've uh, walked into Grandma's kitchen. The, it, the smell is pretty good. It is. I mean, it, even if you have a cold, it'll clear it up. <laughs> it will. <laughs> and, uh, it, it smells like bacon when you walk in. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, there's no complaints usually for most people on that Nope, part. none whatsoever. So they treat you like family. You are family here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, and we appreciate uh, them hosting the coaches every Saturday morning here on WSJM. So again, um, we uh, will not have uh, Coach Wallace from uh, St. Joe here to, uh, to join us this morning, but we will take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at the scoreboard from last night. Some girls and boys a basketball busy night last night. We'll do that coming up next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM and the WSJM app. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home, too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind, cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. 
94.9 WSJM and Renaissance Athletic Club presents the ultimate Christmas giveaway with three ultimate prizes. An iRobot Roomba J7 Robot Vacuum valued at $399, a Ring Video Doorbell worth $219, and $1,000 toward holiday credit card bills. But what makes it really ultimate? We're giving away three of each. Three Roombas, three Ring Doorbells, and $3,000 toward holiday credit card bills. Visit WSJM.com for how and when to register. The ultimate Christmas giveaway on WSJM is presented by the Renaissance Athletic Club and sponsored in part by R.W. Lapine, Cody Korfmacher Farm Bureau Insurance, Javis USA, Michigan Army National Guard, and the Inn at Harbor Shores. Complete rules and details are at WSJM.com. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski. Again, normally we would be talking St. Joe Lady Bear basketball. Coach Jeff Wallace has got a couple of uh, kids uh, down with the uh, with the cold or whatever the virus is that's going around. And just... Uh, didn't uh, feel like bringing any possible uh, whatever that is into uh, into our area here at Full Circle. So we appreciate uh, Jeff and uh, his his consciousness. So uh, we will take a full look at the scoreboard from last night: girls basketball and boys basketball. Good, a lot of games, which is nice. Uh, and really, not having any COVID issues. Yeah, you know, with the mask really and nice. all those things, limited fans. Out of Lakeland Conference, Buchanan is a real deal. Uh, they beat Benton Harbor forty-five to thirty. Brandywine over Nye, uh, Bering Springs at 70 to 20. Uh, the BCS, New Buffalo 48, Countryside Academy 8. Big thing is, Countryside Academy has a team. Yeah. First time in a number of years. You know, in a while. Yeah. Yes. So that's a step in the right direction. River Valley over Howardsville Christian, 44 to 30. Uh, the SAC Conference, Waterfleet knocks off Fenville, 55 25. Goebbels over Saugatuck in the nail biter, 37 to 35. Kamsu Christian over Lawton, 28 to 16. Well, that's low scoring. <laughs> <coughs> Hackett over Parchment, 53 21. Schoolcraft knocks off Constantine, 51 to 20. And Galesburg Gusts over Delton Kellogg, 43 25. Out of the Southwest 10 Conference, Lawrence knocks off Hartford, 41 23. Bloomingdale over Bangor, 46 to 34. White Pigeon knocks off Marcellus, 29 23. Out of the Wolverine Conference, Eversburg 68, Three Rivers 44. Out of Seagull over Niles, 59-27. Uh, Plainwell knocks off Sturgis, 57-18. And Pittsburgh over Pawpaw, 61-43. Michigan Lutheran will travel up to Potterville, which is right by Lansing today for a 4 o'clock game. So Ron's got a busy day. Yeah, he does. Well, he's got us, which that's the most important part. <laughs> then he's probably got the bus coming to pick him up, I bet. In front, maybe in front like it used to be for me, remember? Over at Hendricks? Slowly uh, rolling down St. Joseph <laughs> Avenue, and as soon as Coach Briney is done, he'll just hop on the bus yep. to slowly they'll just open up the window and he'll jump on. Yeah. Open up the see, door. I, I want to see him get on a moving bus. That would be something. <laughs> uh, the men's side game hurt on WSJM last night was Portage Central beating Lakeshore. That's a big surprise to me. Yeah. 57-49. Battle Creek Central gets by St. Joe 43-40. Lloyd Ork's got a new coach. They beat uh, go like 92 to 46. It's a K Central graduate who played when they won the state title. So I, I can't remember his name. And that's like a school. I think you would agree. 
if they got the right coach, they could be dangerous. Be dangerous, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, it was a handful of years ago, maybe more than that. I think another former Kalamazoo Central player coached at Royal Oaks. Really? Yeah. They just, you know. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matawan over Portage Northern has like their fifth coach in four years or something. Yeah. I feel, you know, feel bad for the kids. Kamazoo Central over Battle Creek Lakeview, 68-39. Out of Lakeland Conference, Benton Harbor shows up. They beat Buchanan 80-35. to Brandywine rolls over Bering Springs 66-37. Brandywine's a program last five years on the men's side that has really improved dramatically. Yeah, extremely dramatically. solid. And yeah. there's, a, there's a program that they've had the athletes – to start this surge, and they've had them down through the lower levels as well. So they continue to reload, as opposed to you know up and down, up and down. Like you know, a lot of schools, Brandywine size and smaller, face. Yeah, because you're kind of like you sometimes the launching pad for a career yeah. landing pad. Mm-hmm. But Nap down there, he's been there quite a few years. And yeah, they play aggressive them. basketball. Do they? Yeah, they do. Like aggressive the in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you can play aggressive and be under control on the offensive mm-hmm. side, you can do a lot of damage. Out of the BCS, Michigan Lutheran gets by Our Lady of the Lake, 45-36. I like that name still. That was a good choice. Our Lady of the Lake? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like it. You know, My wife's a graduate. She likes that name, too. I, good. I know there was a few complaints coming out of the door, but those are people probably don't send their kids there. Or, you know, <laughs> that would be you know my guess. Uh-huh. But listen, I, I think it's been well received. I think so. I hope so. Uh, I'll clear Nips Covert ninety-one to eleven. <laughs> uh, Covert's supposed to be better than that. Thought they had that, two guys that could play. And, and maybe again, they didn't have two guys. They well again maybe they're out with the the cold yeah. or the flu or whatever. But you know All Clair's got they're good. A nice little crop of guys on this team right now. Countryside Academy new coach beats New Buffalo fifty-eight to forty-one. River Valley should be solid. They beat Howardsville Christian 68 to 43. Out of the sack, Waterbleed over Fenville 51 29. Waterbleed is going to be good on the guys' side. Yeah, they are. I heard they have a freshman that can play. Oh, yeah. That's what I've been here. Plyer, is it? J- I think it's Jacob Plyer. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. South Haven or Allegan 56 55. Kamazer Christian over Lawton 44 33. Out of the Wolverine Conference, I'd see over Niles 73 60. Edwardsburg beats Three Rivers 64-57. Pittsburgh nips Pawpaw 65-64. Saugatuck over Goebbels 61-25. Hackett over Parchment 56-47. Some non-conference action. This is a big one. Decatur knocking off the Wajek. That's D4 yeah. knocking off D2. Right. 51-46. And Menden beating Union City 44-42. And I know today Buchanan's at Coloma. On the guy's side. So, don't know what time, but they, you know, just drive out, sit out there for a few hours. You'll find the gym open up. <laughs> well, and again, there's Coloma and South Haven, both on the girls' side, don't have a varsity team. It, it, it's crazy. But it'll be interesting after this week, going into next and maybe the following, when the boys' teams start getting their footing because uh, well, the girls had the same situation, but they had a full week of practice and then hit the Thanksgiving week for practice. The boys' first week of practice was Thanksgiving week uh, and then the uh, the full week. And, of course, everybody, girls and boys, have one less week of, of practice. So once they finally get maybe to the point where 
they are where they're supposed to be, then we'll start seeing the team start shaking out and see who's got what and who can actually make some noise as, uh, as the season goes on. And I think part of it is if you've got a coach who's been there a while and you're able to do some stuff in the summer, Yeah, it's not as bad as if you have a new coach mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah, Then it's more like cramming for finals because mm-hmm. you'd want the kids to, to look somewhat like they know what's going on. Yeah. But yet you really need to put time into the skills. Right. And we mentioned Jacob Plyer from uh, Water of Elite. There's a kid who played a lot of basketball over the summer and whatever he may have done during the fall getting ready for the season, and it pays off. Yeah. Who's the coach that they hired out there a few years ago? Um, Hoff. Yeah. He's done a really good job. Yeah, Dan. His water Dan boys Hoff. basketball has not been that strong for the last mm-hmm. couple of decades. Yeah. Now they're legit. And Coach Hoff was the one from Manawan. Right. He did a good job up there. Parents just he, didn't, like, didn't like him telling their kids no. Right. I mean, it, yeah. it's like, I mean, he didn't hit anybody or anything. No. He, he just was forceful and got to the point. Mm-hmm. Tried to make the boys be men. So that was a great pickup by Waterbury. Oh, you absolutely. Yeah, you, but you can see the results. And I think it was his first year at Waterbury. Um, Lake, I did the game. Lake Michigan Catholic hosted Waterbury. And... He had, you know, a blazer on. I was expecting, first of all, I saw the name Dan Hoff. I go, was that the, the Coach Hoff that was at Matawan? <laughs> and I'm expecting him to show up at his Louis Carnesecca sweater. Oh, right. Because he used to wear those all the time when they would play St. Joe Lakeshore and Benton Harbor. But I, apparently he's uh, he stashed the Louis Carnesecca sweaters away. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't put water bleed on your schedule. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, they're going to be good. Yeah, they are. They're going to be. They got a nice group of girls and boys coming through. But yeah, boys are going to be solid. And I think Jacob Plyer, he's going to open up some some eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, college and people, recruiters start looking at kids extremely early. Yeah. and I know Jacob's starting to get some uh, some looks right now too. In the days where you had to go to a big school to get recognized, right. Those days are irrelevant. Nope, with exactly. AEU ball. Uh-huh. I'm not saying it's right. It's mm-hmm. just the way it is. And I do believe MSSA, I don't think intentionally, but I think by some of the things they have done, have empowered AAU over high schools. Which is too bad. Which, and, again, we've, you know, not AAU basketball related, but you've got a lot of athletes focusing on club sport more than they do the high school sport, and they may still play the high school sport, but their club sport takes priority, and I hate to see that. I really do. Yeah, because you're moving from what is best for your school, for your teammates, mm-hmm. to what is best for you. And I've always felt if you take care of things in front of you, you'll get what you need. Yeah, you will. But when you don't, you know, now if you're a, you know, I still go back, and I know people may not remember the name, and some may say, oh, but, you know, Robert Whaley was probably the one guy that I would have said, no, don't touch any other sports. Mm-hmm. And things, I think, would have went different for him personally. I think Robert could have been one of those very, 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 very few people that go from high school to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was that good. I mean, you remember? Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He was 6'8", 6'10". Mm-hmm. He could play like Magic Johnson up top. I mean, he was, you know, that's the one guy I would say, eh, eh, don't play football. <laughs> yeah. Well, one guy I always... Maybe run cross-country. Yeah, right. 
one guy I always use the example of is Derek Jeter. Yeah, you did his basketball. Yeah, and when I saw him play basketball his junior and senior year, I didn't know he played baseball. Right. And there, there's a guy who his number one sport at Kalamazoo Central was baseball. And he was the number one player in the country in, the country, in baseball. Right. Yeah. And he put in, I mean, the out-of-high-school season work for baseball. Mm-hmm. But he was a, a fantastic football player, wide receiver. And he, he was a great basketball player. I thought, wow, this guy's going to play some college basketball someplace. Yep. Find out he gets yeah. drafted by the he New York okay Yankees. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, and Craig Jennings, remember him? Yeah. At Kalamazoo, when I had a phenomenal career with the Green Bay Packers, he was a great basketball player. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I go back to the days, you know, like um, when Lloyd Norks had T.J. Duckett had mm-hmm. a long NFL career. And uh, he, was a, he was a great basketball player. Yep. I mean, he was a man-child right. in every sense of mm-hmm. the way. You know, St. Joe had Rob Fregerson, you know, played right. first-round draft choice of the uh, that-time Los Angeles Raiders. But, you know, he was a starter on a basketball team, was in track. You know, mm-hmm. that was a good year for St. Joe. They made it to the state finals in football yeah. and basketball. Yeah. But, you know, and, I, and I'll go back to that NFL statistic. I think it was 93, 95% of the first-round draft choices played other sports, you know, other than, and I was looking, I, you know, Aaron Judge, Judge from the New York Yankees who set the American League record for home yes. runs this season. Did you see his high school stats? I, I've heard, like yeah. For basketball, it's like 18 points a game. Right. And, I, you know, and I think here's the other part that goes with Phil. You may not, Aaron Judge is probably the star in all of them. Like mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, that's a I've me. seen games and they have said that. He yeah. was the star football player, the yeah. star basketball player, the star baseball player. But for 95, 99% of those athletes who are just saying, well, I'm just going to play this one sport, mm-hmm. it'd be good for them to play something else. You get different coaching. You kind of find out what you like or don't like on coaching. Mm-hmm. You may be the star in one. You may be the supporter on the other. But those are all the elements that you need to have successful society. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes beyond the sport. And if, if you do those things, you know, then you have a better communities because then, right. then they're putting the community in front of themselves. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you, you just blow yourself off. But Right. And I think a lot of it's parents, and I think a lot of it's travel coaches selling false dreams. Mm-hmm. I, and- I, I'd love to call all of them out on the carpet and say, okay. Show me the money you really got for these kids right. versus what you, they had to spend to get what yeah. you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not saying, you know, if, if volleyball is your number one sport, do not focus on that during the off season. You can still do that, but also play the other sports well, that right, yeah. you're good at in high school and take those seriously in season. There's plenty of time over the uh, the year to really dedicate yourself to volleyball. I'm just singling that out. I mean, you could, we could talk about a baseball record, player and yeah. uh, baseball as well. Yeah, do not stop playing a sport for the sake of the, the travel. Yeah. If you can. You know, unless you get right at the end and someone says you got to play travel to make mm-hmm. college at the end. But that doesn't happen at all. All right, we'll take a quick break. More coming up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and i got to say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles. And all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line. Hello. 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 
Now, I bet if you look at your radio right now, it will say... Go ahead, do it. Look. Hello. Did you see that? Hello. 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 Did you see what we just did there? Did you see what we can do for your business? Give us a call at 925-1111. Give us a call at 925-1111 so we can help benefit your business digital dashboard. Midwest Family. Midwest Family. Local. Announcing. Scottsdale True Value Hardware is now open. A completely new full-service hardware store filled with all the many things you need for your home and business. With a salute to Pater True Value, Scottsdale True Value is brought to you by the Landers family of hardware stores in Salhaven and Bangor. And they're thrilled to become part of the community. They invite you and your family to visit. You'll be greeted with a smile. Announcing Scottsdale True Value Hardware is now open. The love of the game draws us to sports as players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played, to feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping out of the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM or Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Love is served fresh daily. Love to see you come in and join us on a Saturday morning or anytime. And also open uh, for um, lunch and, uh, well, lunch all the time. Now some uh, dinner hours as well. Check them out, Full Circle Cafe on uh, online as well and see everything that they've got in store for you. And again, uh, Jeff Wallace, girls basketball coach from uh, St. Joe. He's got a couple of sick kids at, at home, so not able to join us this morning, but the Bears opening up the season where the Knights went over Harper Creek 36-26, and in a couple of weeks we'll get a chance to uh, recap some of these games with Coach Wallace. Followed up with a uh, 47-42 win over Benton Harbor. Last time out, the uh, Lady Bears Bears falling to Battle Creek Central, 48-37. to Battle Creek Central is a, uh, a girls' program over the last handful of years. has really come along. They've improved a lot. Yeah. They were a doormat there for a while. For a while, they were. Like two decades. <laughs> Next up for the St. Joe Lady Bears is upcoming Tuesday the 13th. They're at Kalamazoo Central. And then Friday the 16th at home against Lakeshore. Tuesday the 20th at Otsego. And then heading into the Christmas break, the Lady Bears are home against Matawan on uh, Thursday the 22nd. So, again, we'll have a chance to talk with uh, Coach Wallace hopefully in a couple weeks to catch up on some of those games. And, uh before we uh, take the break and start talking Our Lady of the Lake uh, girls basketball with Coach Mary Voitko, I had mentioned to you off the air about the situation with uh, with referees and that. And we've got a, uh, a game. I can't remember if it's a girls game or a boys game, but Dave Buck is the assigner for basketball officials in the area. And there's a system it's called arbiter you can go to and, and see who's going to be you know so you know who to pay in, in that um but they will also show you the distance they're traveling to come to their to your game and you can see where they're coming from um we, we've got one referee coming from a matter of fact i think we have two coming from chicago well, you heard about the Hall of Fame uh, well, was the idea. That's like, <laughs> that's rumor going out there now. We're talking about the hospitality. Hey, uh, we'll, we'll head over there. Tom, they want to meet Tom. They, they, the, the Tom and Barb Strzokowski. That's the draw. No, Tom. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
But we've also got referees this year coming in from Goshen, from Elkhart, from uh, Valparaiso, and that. It's just because... Are you paying them? Yeah. On time? Well... <laughs> If I put the request in three to four weeks ahead of time, I might have their check on on game day. But that, that's a different story. That's a different story. That's administration. <laughs> right. That's a different story. Um, but it, it, it's just because the uh, the number of officials in the immediate area Ooh. is so low. Well, you can see why. I mean, over the years, how they've gotten treated. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know. They make mistakes. The players make mistakes. Yeah. The coaches make mistakes. Some of the fan, some people in the stands, never make mistakes. Exactly. And again, we'll talk with world. Mary Voidko from Our Lady of the Lake. But uh, Our Lady played at Kalamazoo Hackett the other night, and some of our fans were griping about the way the officials were calling the game because they were allowing contact. It's like, hey, that's how they call it here in Kalamazoo. It's got to adjust. I said these these guys are used to calling you know Kalamazoo Central, Battle Creek Central, Benton Harbor boys basketball. They're going to let them play. Yep. I'm uh, okay with it. I, as long as they're was, consistent. Right. That's all as long I, as they're consistent. You know, if it's loose and it gets tight because mm-hmm. they feel like it's getting out of hand, yeah. it's like, well, just call it that way in the beginning. If we don't adjust, that's our fault. How many times have coaches come on this show and, and say, we like playing up in Grand Rapids once in a while because you see different officiating? We like to go to uh, Detroit because we see different officiating. You make a deep run in the playoffs, you're going to see different officiating. You see it in soccer big time. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more physical. Yeah. Up, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't complain about it. Just adjust to it. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk with Our Lady of the Lake Coach Mary Voidko as we continue from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. The coach is on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. It never fails. Everyone's trying to get projects done, and then the printer shuts down. Waiting for a big out-of-town or even out-of-state company to make that service call means more lost time and revenue. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. We find that the majority of issues like this are network-related. Our veteran service team is known to successfully troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrot. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. If you like to shop, 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 United Federal Credit Union has Visa credit cards that offer perks, perks, perks. And the right card can make all the difference. Our U-First Visa card offers great low rates and no fees, while our U-Rewards Visa card offers, well, great rewards. You choose the card that's right for you. Gotta give you credit for that. Visit unitedfcu.com slash credit card today. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Equal Opportunity Lender. The community of St. Joseph invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom Time pageant this Saturday, December 10th at 7 p.m. at St. Joseph High School. This year's theme, Winter Wonderland. Your host, Lainey Lou Von Barron. Tickets are $20 and available at the door. Midwest Family, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville and Twin City Beauty College are proud to support the Blossom Time community pageants. 
Be aware of some slushy, slick spots early in the morning from yesterday's snowfall. Today will stay dry for most of the day, even though gray skies will be overhead. Highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. A stray shower is possible this evening and overnight lows in the mid-30s. Tomorrow and Monday will be very similar with cloudy skies overhead and highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. Changes are on the way midweek when rain becomes likely. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski back at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, joined by Mary Voidko, girls basketball coach at Our Lady of the Lake, and she's already got her cup of coffee, and she said she's got biscuits and gravy coming up after her segment. Absolutely. She's ready to go. Her and Roger are going to have an eating contest. Oh, definitely. I've got my spot at the little bar over here, ready to have my biscuits and gravy when we're done. It's a great spot, That one of those seasons already, you're at the bar this early, huh? (laughs) It's like the espresso bar. Okay. Yeah, well, I saw the games your athletic director put together for you before Christmas. It's a good, tough schedule and a lot of games. A lot. What's he thinking? I like it. We don't have a lot of Friday and Monday games, which we had last year, which is good. That's good. And <laughs> yeah, Mondays it would be hard because with, with you know with your rules and that's which mm-hmm. is fine. No Sunday practices. It makes it. Yep. So we, usually when that would happen, I'd try to get them in the gym on Saturday for a couple hours at least, but. Your mic was off. That was my fault. Well, I mean, you're you're coming through odds. They can hear you, but that was yeah. Now you can bad. hear me. Yeah, even better now. It's okay. I have a loud voice, so I can I can it, get it over with. And and you've noticed this because of uh, lack of officials. Some conferences are asking, "Hey, can you play more Monday, Wednesday, Thursday games as opposed to Tuesday, Friday?" Really. It'd be, yeah, and, and so I mean, you've seen a I lot have. more. Definitely. Now that you say that, I I do feel like we have seen a lot of more. I mean, we have some Monday games, but last year we just had a lot of like Friday, Monday. I think this year we have maybe one or two Friday, Monday games, but I do see that a, lot, a little bit more. Well, I know we were looking at ML girls' schedule two weeks ago. They mm-hmm. play every day of the week except Sunday. During the season. During the season, yeah. yeah they've got a Monday. over the yeah. place. Wow. Exactly. And, it, you know, the days of being able to have the Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Fridays are yeah, pretty much over, which, as a coach, true. is that frustrating? I mean, because you grew up playing that way. Are you allergic to I think us? I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> um, it, it passed. Oh, yeah. We don't um, pass, but it was a sneeze. <laughs> when I was playing, I think we actually ended up having a lot of, I feel like a lot of doubleheaders with the boys on Fridays. Right. Where we would switch who would play first and who would play second. And, and we experienced that a little bit last year, too, where we'd get on the bus with the boys or we'd have some date games where we'd play with them. But this year, it's more, we'll be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then boys are usually Friday, mm-hmm. which of course the girls are always like, can we leave practice early? Like, can we cut practice so we can go to the boys game? And I'm like, oh, I guess. <laughs> At least last night helped because it was a 7.30 start. Yeah, well, no, they still, they wanted to go to the JV game, so oh, they, all, they sent their, their two little two of them came in they said coach can we talk to you have something to talk about and i was like oh gosh what Uh-oh. happened you just tell them no and they're like can we please end practice just a little bit early so we can make it for the boys jv game they came and supported us yesterday for our game i was like okay i guess 
<laughs> then I'll ask you. I'm too nice. I'm too nice. <laughs> and then I send the two like nicest ones in. <laughs> oh, the, so, so the ones so that are they, hard to send. No send in Mary Riley and Abby. So they're not stupid. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, and this is true. You open up the uh, season uh, with a win at Andrews Academy, and we've uh, talked about them over the last couple of weeks as mm-hmm. well. How hard is it to? prepare for a team like that because you just don't know what to expect from Andrews Academy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every year their team, they come out very strong and they have a great team every year. Um, but it's a different team every year. It is a different team every year. Like There were some girls that were there and I was like, oh, I don't remember you you, you tall girls from last year. <laughs> and I was like, oh, goodness gracious. They were very tall. They had a lot of taller girls on their JV team, yeah, they did. which means that coming up to their varsity, they'll have a great team in the next year or two here. But not much to do other than kind of base it off of what we played in years past and prepare the girls to kind of be ready for whatever they're looking at. And they came out, and JV had a had a tough battle, and Varsity came out with a win. Now, when you, when you play at Andrews, their gym size versus Ellum's, our ladies' gym mm-hmm. size, totally different. Yes. Does that change how you do things from a defensive standpoint? Mm. You'd think yes. Um, for me, it might bother the girls a little bit, but I feel like in the time that I've coached and I've played, I've been in so many different types of gyms that it doesn't phase me at all until I realize it's phasing them a little bit. Right. And we have to make adjustments or at least talk to them about how different gyms and where the wall is on the floor affects mm-hmm. your shot. And um, even the different types of floor affect like how you're running or what you're looking at. Um, but I don't think it was too much of an issue when we were at Andrews. Good. I remember talking to some of the girls after last year's game at Benton Harbor, and you would think, okay, oh. difference between a court, a couple, maybe a court is a couple of feet longer than the other. You figure, oh, a few feet is not going to make a difference. But they, they asked, were tired they, after that game. They they couldn't believe. And again, we're not talking, you know, ten feet difference or anything yeah. like that. But it, it's amazing what a few feet. Yes, that was a game before when we were in the locker room, and the day before, I think, I said, just so you guys know, this court is longer than our court, so it's going to feel like you're running back and forth, and (laughs) it's not that much longer, but you're going to feel it. It's going to feel exhausting as you're playing, and they made comments about it, and I was like, I I love that gym, too. It's very big, good environment. Um, That was a fun game. Looking forward to playing them again at the end of this year. Well, and and when you go to those different gymnasiums, like in the Andrews or... Well, there's not a lot of seating, but there's mm-hmm. just a lot of space. Yeah. And then you go to Our Lady where it's kind of, you know, with your curtain up there, kind of compact yeah, right now. It it's a different type of feeling, I think, for the players. The, the sound and talking on defense kind of bring it back to that, too. It yeah. definitely, some gyms feel like they can swallow the mm-hmm. girls' voices when they're trying to talk to each other on defense. Um, I mean... We sometimes have issues with communicating in general because they're very quiet when they're on defense. And I'm like, guys, come on, be loud like you are when you're talking during practice. But um, it just depends kind of on what gym they're in. They're used to being at home and it being that kind of loud, echoey right. gym. With and that, in, in some gyms, uh, there's no problem with uh, girls hearing the parents communicate with them. <laughs> <laughs> and she I, sips I'll, her coffee. I'll I will, I will coffee. just leave that observation out there. I'm not going to ask you to comment on it. But <laughs> when, when you play at Our Lady, Jim, yeah. do you use hand signals a lot? Because, I mean, you can have 12 people in that gym and loud. Yes. So, I mean, a lot, luckily a lot of our plays are numbers. So I've got two. I've got our out-of-bounds plays, five and seven. Um, 
And then, I mean, we have a uh, play Catholic that I yell, and if the girls don't hear me saying something, I luckily I've got guards that will just call it, and huh. I don't have to worry about it, which is great. And then we're very good at... If I yell something, I make sure the entire bench repeats exactly what I say so all of the girls on the floor can hear it. Um, and during the JV games, the varsity will sit behind the JV bench, and then all the varsity players will yell out whatever Coach JV says, too. So it's good to echo. That way there's no confusion as to what we're running on the floor. I think one before we take a, a break, I think it would be fun one uh, night you know, to experiment a little bit. You know, like in uh, college football. They'll flash up pictures of people. Designed, you know, you know, one we play. We almost got a whiteboard. Really? <laughs> yeah. One play, flash up Father John's picture. Oh. One play, Sister Mary Ann's picture. That would be so funny. <laughs> one, you know, one play would be uh, Mr. White's picture, and <laughs> on and on and on. That'd Each one. Fun. That, that's actually very funny. <laughs> I'd love it. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're talking Our Lady of the Lake Girls Basketball with Coach Mary Voitko on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. This is your Shamrock Impact Update, informing you of the ways in which Barry and Springs Public Schools makes a difference through innovation and creativity in education. Barry and Springs High School prides itself on providing unique programs and learning experiences that match the individual needs of their students. Through a strong relational focus and flexible programming, Barry and Springs High School provides academic rigor for the student who desires to be challenged, options for the student who is seeking choice, and hope for students with unique challenges. Barry and Springs High School also teaches interpersonal skills to better prepare students for their career pathway. This is the Shamrock Way. This is Zach Dua here, the captain of the academic challenge team at Berrien Springs High School. I'd like to invite you to visit homeoftheshamrocks.org to learn more about how students experience the Shamrock Way at Berrien Springs Public Schools. Berrien Springs Public Schools, together, inspiring students to think, learn, achieve, and care in a global community. The community of Baroda invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom Time pageant this Saturday, December 10th at 4 p.m. at Lakeshore High School Auditorium. This year's theme, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Tickets are $20 and available from any contestant or at the door. Midwest Family, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville and Twin City Beauty College are proud to support the Blossom Time Community Pageants. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports, <laughs> 94.9 WSJM, Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski, and Mary Voitko, girls basketball coach at Our Lady of the Lake, joining us here at Full Circle Cafe. We're talking about the Andrews Academy game. You uh, meant you um, followed that up with a road trip to Kalamazoo Hackett. We've got Hackett on the, the schedule. There is a game that... Uh, 
hopefully we can keep on the schedule as yeah. out of rate because I know you like playing games like that. I do. It was fun to go up there. I mean, before I came on, you guys were talking a little bit about the refs and how it was a more physical game, and I too was like, oh, they're really letting them play today, and you do have to adjust to that. Um, it was a good physicality game, um, and like you said, Brett, as long as they keep it consistent, which yeah. they they really did, it was a consistently called game. It was just physical. Um, which was that? We that? Oh, sorry, we've actually seen that a lot in our first three games here. But um, it was nice. I haven't been to that gym since. I think I went to watch one of my older cousins play when he was at Hackett when okay. I was like eight years old. It was a lot smaller because I was a lot really small back then, so uh-huh. it felt massive. But right. I liked it a lot. And coach was nice. They had a great team, and they killed us with their their press. They do a zone well. press or man press? They had a night. Nice, uh, I think it was a little bit of both. They had like a really nice high trap at half court that caused some issues for us. So with that change of style based off how the how the officials call it, mm-hmm. were your ladies able to make that mental adjustment to handle physicality? I think at first in every game where they realize it's a little bit more physical, they come into a timeout kind of, oh, coach, like they're grabbing me, they're doing this, they're doing that. And I said, you just have to adjust to it. It's what the refs are calling. And if you need to be a little bit more physical to adjust – Go ahead, but you know, don't overdo it. If it's going to be a physical game, be physical. But yeah, don't do don't, it out of retribution, dude. Yeah. That's just the way the yes. game is. Don't like yarp about it. I mean, yeah, they're not going to change the call after. The call. <laughs> I've never seen officials say, "You know what? You're right." I, I exactly. Thank you. I, I, I thought I made the wrong call. Let's change this. Hey, yeah, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. Number number twenty four was right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, I'll have you talk about some mm-hmm. of the uh, the team leaders, but JoJo Marsh played the majority of the season uh, JV last year. Mm-hmm. You brought her up, uh, you know, the five-quarter rule with varsity. Her mentality handling the basketball for you, I like what she does. It's it's hard to get her there because I think sometimes she she's really building up her confidence this year, too, coming up full-time on varsity. But last year it was like, oh, coach, do I have to bring the ball up? And I'm like, every once in a while, Joe, let's see it. That way you're getting ready. You're getting that experience that you need. And and she's working on our left hand a lot. It's taking it more to the left side because, I mean, we do favor our right hand right now. All of our guards do. Um, that's something I've always struggled with, and we're, we're really emphasizing to push it to the left more. But I, she brought it up. She played the entire game against Michigan Lutheran. I didn't sub her out wow. once, and I don't think she's done that yet. She was close to doing it on Tuesday, too, against Hackett, but um, she comes up to me and she goes, if I can just break the press, can I just go? <laughs> and I was like, and your is yes. I was like, yeah. I mean, That's the whole point. I was like, yeah, if you can just go, go ahead. I was like, but don't rush too much when we get over half court. That's kind of when... If we go too fast, she might rush it a little bit, then turn the ball over once we're across corner, half yeah. court. But mm-hmm. I was like, if you can go, just go. And she's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, she's tough. Who, yeah. who are some of the girls that you're, you're happy with? Sometimes I may use the word surprise. Or, you know what? I have been pleasantly surprised with all of our juniors this year really mm-hmm. stepping up, not having seniors on the team this season. You have no seniors? No, our seniors decided not to come out this year. Wow. Um, so I just have five juniors and then four returners and then I have uh, one who hasn't played since middle school. And She's been a pleasant surprise too. Hannah? Um, yeah, Hannah. Yeah. She Jankowskis. goes in and she gives us really solid minutes in the, in the post yeah. playing defense and uh-huh. stuff, which has been really great, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then I've got... Um, Abby coming back, who was a starter last year, and I've got Abby and Claire, who I they have been on varsity 
every year of high school, and they came up as eighth graders and played JV. And then the, their freshman year, we didn't have a JV team. And then last year, it was having to move around because of numbers. Um, they have both been great leaders. They're our captains this season, really stepping into those roles. And then I have Julia Wilcox and Hazel Heisel, who have both really come into their ball handling and, so and stepped up. And I was saying at the end of practice yesterday, is it's great to have guards that I could trust any one of them to kind of bring the ball up and they each have a different type of style of ball handling whether it's a little bit more under control and reserved or it's like Jojo. I call her like a little water bug. She just like zooms right through everybody. Um, no one ever said that about me. I'll tell you that. Me, me neither, Brett. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> you mentioned that you don't have any seniors. Mm-hmm. How then does that change for you as a coach to fill that leadership? Because seniors do lead yeah, it was definitely a conversation at the beginning of the year. I pulled aside the juniors and I, I said, well, the first practice, I wasn't I wasn't quite sure if my seniors were playing yet or not because mm-hmm. I hadn't signed up with Phil. I hadn't heard from one of them. I heard from the other one, and I didn't know if she was coming out. So then after that, the, the juniors were all like, oh, it's so weird that we're the oldest now, like hinting at it to be like, you know, they're not coming, right, coach? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know now. <laughs> I know now. <laughs> so I pulled them aside and I, at the end of practice, our very first practice, and I was like, Without having seniors, it's up to you guys to step in and fill that leadership right. role, especially because, again, this year we pulled up eighth graders to give our sophomores a little bit more time on, on JV versus mm-hmm. bumping them straight up to the varsity level. And they've done a really great job, including our younger girls, mixing everybody together and kind of building team chemistry. Um, and it's great because it's going to carry over into next year. Oh, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. You'll pay dividends. Mm-hmm. But- but to me, coming out of the gate, with the, even with the shorter week to yeah. get ready, would have to be a little bit of a challenge. Just from, not saying necessarily the physical side, but just that mental leadership. Yes. In the locker room, that coaches can do a lot, but at some point, the team has to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's good too because they um, they're quick to step up if I say, "Hey, talk to the team about this," and they're like, "Yeah, we'll take care of it." And I'm like, "Awesome! I don't have to address it. If you guys can do it." And the nice thing about a small school like Our Lady. The classes are not so distinctive than when you go to a bigger school. And those are just the different dynamics where a freshman will talk to a junior. Exactly. Or in your case, an eighth grader talking to a junior. You know, it's a well, little bit different dynamic. They'll tell me the next year, they'll be like, yeah, when we were freshmen, we were all so afraid of so-and-so. And I'll be I like, I'll be like why? <laughs> they are so nice. Just, and I remember when age. I was a freshman, yeah. I was like, I was, I was afraid of the seniors. Just age. What you got also as well is a group of ladies varsity and JV that don't mind hitting the floor, going after loose balls, mm. taking contact, giving contact. Yes. I mean, one that comes to mind is Claire Jolly at the varsity level. Another that, Jolly? Yeah, another yes. Jolly. Is this yeah. like the 43rd? She's, just, she's the only girl. She's got four brothers, okay. and then it's her. Okay. And she's still got three brothers behind her. It, it is it been, five brothers or four brothers? Let me see. So he's got three, so five <laughs> brothers. So two are ahead of her, then Claire, and then three below. Oh, yes. Ben, by the way, had a really good game last night. But oh, really we'll good. talk about that next week with Josh. <laughs> uh, and Mary Riley at the uh, is one that stands out. I mean, they oh, all yeah. do. But, that man, you've got that mentality. Class is very like, athletic. Mm-hmm. They're very scrappy. Yeah, scrappy. Very, very scrappy is a good word to say. And Claire Jolly, you really see her... Um, her soccer goalie skills coming yes. into play a lot, and she she tries to deny it and say, "Coach, I wasn't even on the floor because she's." I've got her in knee pads because she really commits and 
she looks like she's blocking a ball going into the goal when she dives at the ground. She does. <laughs> the other night, she did say, Mr. McDonald, can you have a conversation with Coach Mary that the, uh, the knee pads uh, need to come off? I go, well, no, I'll see what I can well, do. Well, let me tell you. She came in and she, I go, where are your knee pads? First day of practice. She goes, I threw them out. I said, no, you didn't. And she goes, I, I did. I threw them out. And so she no. played a game without knee pads. And you know what? She spent two days silently limping behind my yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And I see her and I go, what's, like, you're really off today. Like, I pulled yeah. her aside, what's going on? And she goes, how can I tell you? And I go, tell right. me what? And she goes, how can I tell you that my knee is covered in bruises after I told you I threw my knee pads away? I told her, I said, you could be starting a fashion trend right now and, wearing and, then, and that is the issue i was that, talking to mary riley's mom about it and Ma- michelle was like well mary only wears her knee pads because claire wears her knee pads well oh, there claire you doesn't go wear her knee pads. mary doesn't want to wear her <laughs> knee pads but i can tell you our young emily you know she she would go oh, for two yeah. three knee pads a year mm-hmm. she was she, on the floor a lot yeah, too she's like i don't i don't care what i look like you i don't gotta want, protect I, yourself i don't want to my knees be looking black and blue that oh, was yeah. more the look she was worried about her yeah. was oh. that look I know. I wish I could convince them of that, too. They're just too worried about the, the visual aspect. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. And so Our Lady of the Lake Falls to Michigan Luton. Now we've got the uh, the likes of, like, uh, Countryside Academy. <laughs> like I'm telling you, this is a tough Grace schedule, Christian, McDonald's. River Valley. So. It's going to be good. I mean, this Brand week, new wine. This week's games, were they were great. They were intense. I, I'll tell you, I don't know about other coaches, but that missing that week of practice at the beginning of the season, as I can mm-hmm. see it all over, it's definitely taking us slower to get into things for sure but all right so um again falling to um hack it last time out back into uh, to action this coming week good luck awesome hey before i go i gotta give my girls a code word so they can get out of sprints on monday okay let's do uh biscuits and gravy uh, all right <laughs> biscuits and gravy so make sure you're listening ladies <laughs> <laughs> if you bring it to coach no sprints that sounds good all right have a good weekend Thanks, guys. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk Lakeshore Girls Basketball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. All right, thank you. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home, too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind, cozy little cafe. Located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions, a service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy rogers foodland the family food store now the midwest family player of the week sponsored by sturgis banking center our midwest family player of the week is megan worcester of lakeshore girls basketball megan is currently a sophomore at lakeshore high school the lancers went one and one over the week starting with a 56 53 loss to edwardsburg in the game megan had a team high 19 points to go along with six rebounds four steals two assists and one block then in a 55 43 win over water elite megan again led the lancers with 14 points five rebounds nine steals and three assists in addition to basketball megan is a member of the lakeshore golf team in the fall and soccer team in the spring 
In the classroom, Megan has a 3.7 GPA. Our Midwest Family Player of the Week is Megan Worcester of Lakeshore High School Basketball. The Midwest Family Player of the Week is sponsored by the St. Joseph Banking Center and South Haven Banking Center of Sturgis Bank, serving Berrien and Van Buren counties. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Wodkowski back at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, where everyone is welcome and love is served fresh daily, featuring fresh to uh, made, fresh and uh, made-to-order baked goods, amazing espresso and coffee drinks, beautiful breakfasts, lunch, and now dinners here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're also brought to you in part by United Federal Credit Union. They get you. Mike Clark, girls basketball coach at Lakeshore, is uh, joining us and the uh, the Lancers. We are talking with Coach Voidko about the uh, the tough schedule early on. Your schedule early on. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Edwardsburg, Waterville, Ported Central, and then and next up, Battle Creek Central. You guys are going to be battle tested after two or three weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I looked at our schedule this year, and you know, compared to last year, because because it was good to see things starting, to, you know, starting to come up last year in terms of you know the way we played, and and um, and then I looked at the schedule, and you think about the teams we lost this year, and then I looked at the teams we picked up, and and there's no doubt the schedule got tougher this year, um, and and yeah, and you look at the start, we've had. I mean, our first five games, those are solid teams. Mm-hmm. You know, very solid teams, very solid programs. have had a lot of success, um, you know, over the years and especially here recently. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, I look at it, and as we were talking to the girls, hopefully this is something that as we get midseason, we get into the year, right? Um, it pays off. Yeah. You know, it's tough right now. We've lost a couple of close ones, mm-hmm. um, and I think those are always the hardest ones to lose. You know, I've said that to the girls already. Oh, yeah. When you lose by 15-20, you're kind of upset, you're mad, and you kind of move on. You're kind of like, okay, we got our butt right. kicked, you know, but – you lose by three, you lose in overtime, you lose things like that, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we were, we were this close, we were this close. You know, and I think those are the harder ones to kind of let go. Um, but hopefully it's also something that carries with them a little bit and the little tweaks, and then they'll see the they'll see the difference about midseason. Those games make you better. You and I remember uh, years and years ago, there was it was it was at Bellevue or Belleville playing in the Benton Harbor yeah, Holiday losing Tournament. Record, losing record. Tournament. And they wound up, I, I don't know if they played in the state finals. They did, or yeah. lost in the state championship. Right, but because of the schedule, made them better. Yeah. And, and I, that was with the coach who didn't get fired for recruiting. Because <laughs> right. I think yeah. their football coach is the one that got fired for recruiting. <laughs> and suspended by <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that is one of the things I talked about to the girls last night. Is I said, honestly, you know, ladies, if you look at it, you know, we're, we have a one and two record, but you're about three plays. You're a free throw and two baskets away from being three and oh, mm-hmm. you know, so like it's easy to kind of look back and be like, oh, we've lost two of, of the three games. But, you know, you're talking literally a free throw here, two baskets here. You're three right. and zero, and you feel very different about yourself, exactly. but the, your play is not much different, yeah. you know. And so, trying to get the girls to understand that, especially you know, again, we've got a young group up there, um, isn't always easy. But hopefully, they will see that. Who'd you bring with you this morning? So we've got sophomore starter Paige Elise. Paige, how are you? Um, good. Thanks for coming up and uh, getting up early and coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, you talk about the the competition. You've seen some some pretty good basketball teams in these first three games, haven't you? Yeah, for sure. But I feel like once we click as a team and once we really get to work together and like click for sure, I feel like we'll be really good. Coach well, mentioned sophomore starter. 
<laughs> when he comes to you and says you're in the starting lineup, what was your reaction? Uh, I was pretty shocked. I'm kind of scared. It's kind of like intimidating, but yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Good. Yeah. And, and I know last year you were in varsity as a freshman, right? Yeah. What was the biggest adjustment for you going from middle school to varsity? Yeah, for sure. At a big think, school. Yeah. Um, I think, like, adjusting to the teams, because especially yeah. when you jump to just with eighth graders, then to, like, freshmen, you have all of the... All of the grades, I feel like it's a really big adjustment to just get to know everyone and see how they play. How's the, how's the physicality of the game different? Yeah, um, it's been good, but I feel like we can get well, when we get better. Um, I feel like we'll be really good. So. And I know Coach Lakeshore has hired a, a strength coach to help with those physicality issues, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. So, so Coach Gurton's come in. He's gonna he does some advanced weight training classes for us now, and also kind of working you know with our programs on some some development stuff as well, both off season and in season. So it's new for us um, in that regard. Um, and so you know it's it's going to make all of our programs better. You know, oh, of and course, yeah. uh, and that's what we're excited about. And cut know. down on injuries. <laughs> Absolutely. That's Before uh, you know, we take the break. We'll have you talk about some of the other individual performances, but. When you talk about you know Paige and what she's done for the team last year and this year, what are her strengths? Yeah, I, Paige is fantastic. I mean, I mean, you know, if she she was, I don't know, kind of a unexpected starter. That was maybe in some of the games she started last year. I think hopefully she knew the work that she's put in. She knew she should have been in that starting lineup this year. You know, I mean, she was in and out of our starting lineup sixth man last year as a freshman and was very productive for us even then. Um, her strengths, oh my gosh, I mean, she's got lots of them. So her speed and defense is number one. And I've told her on numerous occasions, like, the way that, and you guys know because we talk, the way that we play basketball, like, Paige leads the way we play basketball. Like, like our court presence is led by Paige. I don't know that she always realizes that, and that's why I try to remind her of it. Um, you know, because both her on-ball defense and off-the-ball defense and just the energy she brings is as good as anyone I've ever coached in almost 20 years. And so that's number one. I mean, she's tough. She's incredibly tenacious, and I think, you know, with all the basketball she does play, she's a multi-sport athlete, but she puts a lot of time into basketball as well in the offseason. Um, hopefully gives her a, a level of court – it gives her a level of court presence. I'll say confidence. I think she's more confidence just in the game itself than sometimes she is in herself, um, and hopefully that will continue to grow because she's just such a fantastic player. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up for Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're talking Lakeshore Lady Lancer basketball. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM-FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph. Today's the first full day back on U.S. soil for Brittany Griner after the basketball star spent 10 months in Russian detention. ABC's Faith Abube is in San Antonio, where Griner was reunited with her wife Friday and where she's getting an evaluation at a military hospital. Soon after Brittany Griner landed on U.S. soil, just a few miles from here, she was brought here to the Brook Army Medical Center. Officials say she appears to be in good health, but she is getting a full medical evaluation, including a mental health checkup. Renowned U.S. sports journalist Grant Wall died suddenly at the World Cup while collapsing during a game. Wall was 48. He had written that he had been treated for a possible case of bronchitis earlier in the tournament. It was one year ago today that 81 people were killed when a massive tornado devastated western Kentucky. Commemorations are planned for today. And public health officials are once again recommending people wear masks indoors in areas of the U.S. with high levels of respiratory illness. Brian Clark, ABC News. 
be aware of some slushy, slick spots early in the morning from yesterday's snowfall. Today will stay dry for most of the day, even though gray skies will be overhead. Highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. A stray shower is possible this evening and overnight lows in the mid-30s. Tomorrow and Monday will be very similar with cloudy skies overhead and highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. Changes are on the way midweek when rain becomes likely. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. We're talking Lakeshore Lady Lancer basketball. And, Coach, before we uh, took the break, we were talking about some of Paige's strengths and all uh, in all this. The, we go to that Water of Elite game. Again, the 55-43 win over the Lady Panthers, a, a very talented Water of Elite basketball team. What were some of the keys there, and who were some of the uh, young ladies that stepped up for you? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we said that full court pressure is always where we start. Um, and I think you were able to see a big difference in our first quarter and fourth quarter mm-hmm. versus our second quarter and third quarter. Um, we did get in some foul trouble that game. Um, I think we ended up having three starters with four, um, I think, in that in that contest. And, um, and it, I mean, it started kind of late first quarter into second quarter. So our second and third, you know, we did kind of have a mix of lineup, and, and we also kind of had to get away from kind of the pressure that that really gave us success. I mean, I think we are up 16-5 at one point, only had a two- or three-point lead at halftime. Um, not a great third quarter, and then outscored them 22-6 to in the fourth. Oh, and wow. we got to be able to get back into that pressure. And what I'll say is, you know, again, we talk about we had, we had four starters or four sophomore starters in the starting lineup that game. Oh, wow. Um, so we've got three that are pretty consistent, and we've got a fourth one that's really working herself into that, that place as well um, pretty regularly right now based on the first few games. And the adjustment that I felt like those sophomores, because that's always the piece I feel like is going to be, especially early, that sophomore, even though they're incredibly talented, and, and many of them have played a lot of basketball, and still sophomores, varsity level basketball, have been very high competition with our, with our uh, schedule. And we talked about making the adjustments in that fourth quarter, and especially defensively. Like, we had picked up fouls. We had, like I said, three starters with four fouls in that fourth quarter at one point. And it was like, we need you on the floor, but we also need you to, to play aggressive without fouling. You know, and I thought they did a, an incredible job of doing that um, and were able to, to, to withstand the rest of the game, and that's why we were able to kind of keep that pressure on them. Paige, uh, outside of basketball, other sports that you play at the Lakeshore? Um, yeah, I do soccer, track, um, <laughs> and I used to do volleyball, but I just uh, recently dropped that. But I also do travel sports for um, basketball and soccer as well. Okay. And is basketball yeah. your main sport? Um, Yeah. Is it? For sure, yeah. <laughs> I guess he almost uh, hesitated. Yeah. With, 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 but then you saw a coach sitting right. there. Right. Like, okay, I better <laughs> yeah. say yeah. <laughs> oh, of course I love basketball. <laughs> what kind of work do you put in before the season starts for basketball? Yeah, so um, I go to a lot of Rodney. I go to mm-hmm. um, like him. He's like a He's like almost family friends, so I go to him a lot and do privates with him. Or like we have workouts before, um, like summer workouts for Lakeshore, and those are really good. And then they get everyone like really into shape, and it also kind of joins the team together. Um, so just like, yeah. So you can do that, but still play your other sports too. Yeah, it's just a lot of time, right. but it's fine. It is. <laughs> but you're probably a good student too. Yeah, yeah. 
I try my best. Yep. yep. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. And again, Coach, we talk about this w- with all of the coaches, is the, the extra time that you put in. You've got multi-sport athletes, yeah. but they do find the time to put in the extra work for the uh, for each sport, and it pays off. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I when I look at this group and, and when I, you know, especially our starting group right now, um, almost all of them are, are multi, sometimes three. I think Paige was a four-sport athlete last year, which is almost unheard of at a school our size. Right. Um, and, but yet, yeah, those girls, like Paige said, I mean, it is not uncommon to see uh, a cross-country or, you know, another workout in the morning. Then they go to, you know, a basketball workout almost 20 minutes after that one was over. Then you see them showing up for their next workout almost, you know, their soccer workout after that. And then some of them have driver's ed right now. And then they, I mean, and, and yet what impresses me most, and especially with that group, is they make that effort. You know what I mean? It's easy, and we see it a lot, I think, as coaches across the state where kids are dropping sports right. for a one sport or, or for things like that. And I think, you know, Paige is one of those athletes, along with several others, that they're showing you can do it all and still be successful. She's a great soccer player. You know what I mean? She's an incredible track runner, you know, in, in terms of her speed and her athleticism. And yet, when it's off-season time, she makes the commitment to those, you know, to, to try to get better in all of her sports. And then when it's in season time, she makes a real commitment to being focused, I feel like, on that season, you know. And I think that's that's what most coaches are going to ask. If you're a high school coach, you want your kids playing lots of sports. You want them focused on your sport in season. And you want them to, to have those experiences, you know. And, and like I've always said, I've, I've coached at smaller schools before Lakeshore. And if your school is going to be good, your best athletes have to do as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think on the flip side of that, if you want the best high school experience possible and you're an athlete, take advantage of as many sports as possible, you know, and just and just try to do it the right way where you're yeah. you're dividing your time. Yeah, because you don't get a redo. No. Nope. This is you it. You graduate, you can't go back. So, boy, I mean, people do say, I wish I would. Absolutely. But you can't do anything about it. Yeah, absolutely. Who are some of the other young ladies that have stepped up for you? This yeah. Uh, well, Megan Worcester is another sophomore. Um, she was a W. USJM Sports Athlete of the Week for that first week of the season. Um, did Dave Wolf come out and talk to you? He did. Okay. He did. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's all right. No, it, was, it was good. It was good. It was good catching up with him and, and, and talking. It was? Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. Hey. What was in your water today? Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she's been fantastic. I mean, Megan, you know, as a freshman, started every game for us last year, and I feel like a big growth in her right now is kind of her on-court presence. So, you know, it's, it's not easy, I feel like, for a sophomore to be – be a leader like on court leader um she obviously has the talent but i think she's starting to become a little bit more of a vocal leader as well and confidence in that part so i'm starting to see that develop in her which is really fun to see um you know ainsley ashby's a senior she's been up on varsity with us for for quite a while now um had a couple of good games here lately for us that first game struggled a little bit she's a shooter for us um but those last couple of games i think she's starting to get her rhythm so that's been a lot of fun too and then emily lockman is another sophomore that's solidified herself in the in the starting lineup every game this year um, I mean, she's averaging a double-double, I mean, already in the first three games um, in her first three starts. So, I mean, you just, you're just you seeing this group of players really kind of stepping up each night. And like I said, we're we're a couple moments away from, from an undefeated season, right. you know, so which is exciting to see. Paige, from a player's perspective, <clears throat> this might be a tougher question for you, but from a player's perspective, Coach Mensons, you're a couple of plays away from being an undefeated team. What do you think is going to make this team – better as the season goes on what are some of the things that you- yeah i think just at practice maybe putting in a little more effort or like just that extra like effort or like every like 
I feel like uh, <laughs> this I is our, <laughs> but like no one's listening. So yeah. okay, I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I think I feel like that just like that extra play or like the extra like shooting drill. We need to like put like as much effort we did as the beginning of practice at the end. And I feel like if we do that, maybe that'll make a difference. Yeah, it's almost like the mentality being good enough is not good enough. Right. You've got to be better than good enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially against the competition we're playing. Like, we need to step up, and I think when we do, I feel like we'll be pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Friday, you got Lakeshore, or excuse me, St. Joe. Is it hard to look past Battle Creek Central? I mean, this is a question for both of you. Knowing that you got a big game, big crowd, whether it's home or away. Yeah. Uh, on Friday. Yeah. Um... Here's my tough question. Um, no, it, it, it's 50-50. You know, I look, again, I look at our schedule, and, and you have to not look past the next team. You right. know, I mean, no, it I is one of those where, you know, like we just talked about, Battle Creek Central, um, who maybe is up and down, you know, they just beat St. Joe in a recent game. You know what I mean? They have the capability to beat you. You know, they have the athleticism to beat you. Um, so you can't, you can't overlook it, you know what I mean? But at the same time... I'm sure in most of our team's mind, there is this is St. Joe week. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, that's not Battle Creek yeah. Central week, and exactly. And, and, and that's you cannot in this area not no avoid that. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you walk in, everyone you're talking to is, oh, you know, coach, you got you got St. Joe this week, got St. Joe this week. Yeah. You ready for St. Joe this week? It's like, yeah, we got a game on Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> you, right. you know, yeah. like like yes, but um, it's also Battle Creek Central week. Absolutely, <laughs> and and yeah, I don't know, you know, for a player like Paige too, and I'm curious to see what she thinks. Like, I mean, you know, she knows a lot of these players. She's played with a lot of these players sure. in multiple sports, and so I don't know if that, you know, I don't know that she's played with as many of the Battle Creek players that we got coming up so yeah maybe a little bit different different thought there um i've been like since ooh, since the beginning of the season i've been looking forward to it oh yeah i'm so, I'm I'm so excited it's a big deal i'm is. so excited like playing against people you know and just like the crowd and everything like it's so fun i'm so excited so yeah i don't know but what well, you know you listen to uh coaches talk about the michigan ohio state football game and coaches will tell you oh no we prepare for this game all year long yeah. i know you guys yeah. don't do that but i mean when you got that big rival yeah it, it's there oh yeah it's so exciting i'm yeah. super excited do you, do you notice the crowd you, you remember you got to play back for yes. central tuesday i just like yeah, help the coach <laughs> out with you help the coach out with you <laughs> but yeah it's better to go into the st joe game two and two yeah. And then one and uh, one and three. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Hey, congratulations on the win against Waterville. And again, uh, overtime loss to Ported Central. You're playing well. And you're almost there. Yeah, yeah. They, the girls, they work hard. They're a great group of kids. So, so I know we're on the right track. You know, and I think the biggest thing for me right now is trying to keep their confidence to know they're on the right track as well. You good know. luck this week. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate All it. All right. You guys have a good weekend. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Thanks for coming in, Paige. All right. We'll take a break. We'll turn our attention to Michigan Lutheran basketball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WS. JM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home, too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind, cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. Announcing 
Scottsdale Drew Value Hardware is now open. A completely new full-service hardware store filled with all the many things you need for your home and business. With a salute to Pater True Value, Scottsdale True Value is brought to you by the Landers family of hardware stores in Salhaven and Bangor. And they're thrilled to become part of the community. They invite you and your family to visit. You'll be greeted with a smile. Announcing Scottsdale True Value Hardware is now open. Hi, I'm Albert Pujols. And I'm Deidre Pujols. And we made it our mission to strike out slavery. Did you know that millions of people, many who are in vulnerable populations, are caught in this nightmare of violence, fraud, and coercion? And during a crisis like the pandemic, even more innocent people are at risk of falling victim to human trafficking. Sometimes we all take true freedom for granted. Freedom to live our life. The freedom to pursue our dreams. The freedom to watch and play baseball. But for far too many, basic freedom has been torn away, often violently and often targeting those most vulnerable among us. That's why we made it our mission to strike out slavery. And we're sending out an SOS, because freedom is worth fighting for. Join us. Join baseball fans. Join the fight against human trafficking. Go to strikeoutslavery.com. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. We are at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. We're also brought to you in part by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Ron Briney, head coach of the Michigan Lutheran Lady Titans, joining us. The uh, Titans off to a uh, 2 and one start and a uh, big win over Our Lady of the Lake at uh, the Laker Gym back on uh, Thursday. Congratulations on that. Good to see you. Thank you. Great to be here. Uh, you probably see me a little too much lately, but it's always good <laughs> it, to see you. It, it's never too much. <laughs> <laughs> Never too much. Daily dose is is just fine, as far as I'm concerned. You're uh, uh, the only chance I've had is uh, opportunity to see you play is against Our Lady of the Lake, and man, what a performance by your ladies! Yeah, we have uh, a lot to learn, and playing creates that opportunity, and rivalry uh, kind of elevates the focus a little bit. All those things happened, and it was fun to see our team grow and uh, expose some things that uh, we got a lot of work to do on and some things that we're learning about. And it was fun to watch some leadership grow. That leadership growth was a, a big plus for us, and we were able to get a, a really nice victory and a tough place for us to do, and uh, it was a great game to be a part of. In the past, you've been really guard-heavy, and now you kind of got, like, post-heavy. Has that changed what you do from an offensive standpoint? Well, it, it did on that game for sure. <laughs> Uh, Jaden Beck has always been a young lady that works hard in the post and uh, learning to get the ball to her and her demanding and finishing has been a, a process and uh, that came to a real nice head in that game for us. And uh, we got Emma Sizak on the other side and Ava Bielman who are doing a great job. And so uh, around the, the rim we're getting a lot better and uh, our guard play is, is going to have to continue to elevate and they're doing that. So I think we can have a strong inside and outside threat, but it's nice to have the inside threat that we were putting together uh, so far this year, and I think that's going to help us be successful down the road as we get better at it. I had a chance nice. to talk to you last night, and I brought up uh, Jaden's uh, performance, Jaden in the back, and it was just it, it was amazing. And you had commented, you, by far, that's probably the best game she's ever played. Yeah, there's no question about that. And she was demanding the ball. She was leading. Mm -hmm. She was... 
you know, pumping her fist, you know, in terms of, uh, yes, I can do this. And she was excited with the girls. She was communicating like a captain, like a senior. And it was just fun to watch her grow. And uh, now that she knows what she's sitting on, I'm hoping that she repeats that process often because that's going to be the benchmark for me as a coach to continue to challenge her to appear at that level frequently. (laughs) Isn't it fun to see a player down low demand the basketball? Oh, yes, absolutely. Inside game, there's nothing like it, and that doesn't come around uh, very often. Uh, You have different levels, but that kind of dominance, that doesn't come around often. Mm -hmm. And, boy, she did a great job for us, and we needed every bit of it. So It's nice to see her have the confidence to ask for it yeah absolutely because a lot of times ladies are just don't want to yeah. like be the center of attention for lack of a better word yeah mm-hmm. and when you do that you, you I, I think sometimes they feel like they're being selfish and they're not they you need them that want yep. the ball and sometimes guards you know they forget they have to see through other players so yes. like just a straight line no it's and they need to hear that so they can see it yeah, it's just important to, to work on getting the ball into her. Right. It is for her working that, and she does work hard uh, at getting there. And, you know, for people to work that hard and not get the ball, that can be frustrating. And uh, we're doing a good job of finding that happy medium, and we're using that as a strength early in the season here. And uh, we've got to strengthen our outside perimeter game a little bit more, which will make that even more available for her. So I think we can have a nice inside-outside game before the season's over, and that's going to be a big help for us. She was confident in her shot. I mean, whether it's yeah. girls, basketball, Basketball or boys basketball, I see a lot of passes going into the lane to the center, and they're quickly looking for somebody else to uh, to throw it to for an outside exactly. shot. Jaden got it, and she's oh, I'm going up. Yeah. Well, I don't know what her shooting percentage was, but <laughs> it, it was uh, fantastic. She made 11 field goals. So that, <laughs> that was outstanding for us. Uh, I just like the way, and, and she's going to get more attention as people figure that out too, and so. You know, that next step for her is then to be able to kick it out opposite and get the people open that are there so that they complement each other. So that's the next step for her because she's certainly going to get attention as she starts putting up those kind of numbers. So. And uh, before that, the uh, game with, with Benton Harbor, you knew how good Benton Harbor was going to Absolutely. be coming into that game. And, uh, you know, as they say, you can't teach six foot five. You, you know, there, she's very well coached. Kenny does a great job with those kids and their pressure when their speed. Uh, they do, do that UCLA press very, very well. And uh, we hadn't had any scrimmages where somebody besides us were pressing each other. And uh, they came out with their speed, did an outstanding job of pressure. And so that was a process for us to work against that. And uh, so we got off to a really slow start, and we were no shame in losing to a great team like that and a program that's uh, certainly been on the move for a while and uh, compliment, uh, you know, Coach on getting that done the way he's done it. And it was a real – it was a joy to play a, a part of that game and, and learn. It's why you play good teams like that. And I compliment you, you know. Maybe on paper your team isn't as strong as years past, but your schedule doesn't reflect that. You, yeah. you, you didn't, you know, some schools will be like, oh, we're not going to play them anymore because we're not, we don't have a chance. And I'm not saying that's the case yeah. here, but on paper it's more of a challenge than maybe years past. Well, and that's what it takes, and, and that helps focus the kids too. Yeah. If, they, if they can win with, uh, you know, beating people that we're supposed to play with or of equal I, I kind of like to step ahead because I want to challenge them to be the best that they can be. And you don't know that if you're not challenged. So uh, John Eger does a great job of communicating with me and asking me what I'm looking for and uh, schools we'd consider. And so we do that, and he goes out and do the, the best he can, and he puts together a great schedule every year for us. And it's a, 
it's going to be extremely tough, but it's also going to be a, a, an eye-opening experience. And, you know, the sportsmanship that happened for, you know, that 30-point loss that we took from Benton Harbor was amazing. I, mm-hmm. it was Both teams were playing hard. Both teams were helping each other up. Uh, even the referees after the game made some very positive comments about the uh, how hard the girls played and uh, the sportsmanship that was displayed. And, and I think that's a compliment to... Uh, you know, coaching what he's doing with his program, and we try to reciprocate the same way. Most definitely. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Baris, the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. Health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. The Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive way. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the MHSAA promoting the value and values of educational athletics. 94.9 WSJM and Renaissance Athletic Club presents the ultimate Christmas giveaway with three ultimate prizes. An iRobot Roomba J7 Robot Vacuum valued at $399, a Ring Video Doorbell worth $219, and $1,000 toward holiday credit card bills. But what makes it really ultimate? We're giving away three of each. Three Roombas, three Ring Doorbells, and $3,000 toward holiday credit card bills. Visit WSJM.com for how and when to register. The ultimate Christmas giveaway on WSJM is presented by the Renaissance Athletic Club and sponsored in part by R.W. Lapine, Cody Korfmacher Farm Bureau Insurance, Javis USA, Michigan Army National Guard, and the Inn at Harbor Shores. Complete rules and details are at WSJM.com. Coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Phil McDonald, Brett Winkowski, Michigan Lutheran Lady Titan basketball coach Ron Briney is joining us. We're also brought to you in part by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Michigan Lutheran wins over All Claire and Our Lady of the Lake. They fall to Benton Harbor. And you know, Coach, in that Benton Harbor game, you mentioned the sportsmanship and the Fruit Bell Officials Association honored Michigan Lutheran last night with uh, a sportsmanship uh, award. And that's almost a uh, a, a regular name thing. after ML. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, we work at that. I think it's really important to uh, recognize the value of uh, the big picture in competing and respecting your opponents. I think it's really important to respect the officials. My father was one for 30 plus years, 36 years, if I remember right. And your son's one. And uh, I got a son, mm-hmm. Tyler, that's uh, big time into big fishing, time, yeah. even at the, the college level, and he's doing Nike tournaments for AAU wow. and all kinds of stuff. So uh, y- you got to respect those people. And the fact that there's not a lot of them, I think they deserve that respect. And uh, so it is a point of emphasis, and uh, we work hard and talk about that. And 
don't just talk about it. We try to emphasize that, and our kids have been outstanding, and our our stands once in a while it needs a reminder, <laughs> as all stands do. But uh, overall, the Titan Nation uh, takes that seriously, and we're. We're, we're trying to live what we should be, right. and uh, so far, so good, and we want to keep that going. Talk to talk and walk the walk, right? Well, exactly. I, I remember a few years ago, you turned around and told one of the fans to knock it off. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, during a game, and yeah. I don't do that often, no, and I don't I, like to embarrass people, but, but they to. shouldn't be mm-hmm. embarrassing officials like that. It just don't go that way. I, <clears throat> I'm serious about it, too. So Yeah. you got a lot of games here coming up in, oh, yeah. this <laughs> week. How, how do you prep for that? Because it looks like you're on the road, or you're home uh, next Thursday. Yeah. You got a lot of games to prep for with, you know, a team that, you know, fairly new team in some aspects. Well, at this stage of the game, it's probably more about our execution than worrying about the other team, although you do have to pay attention to what they're doing. So uh, we are, are paying attention to the overall general picture of what's going on in that team and the people, the key people to look for. Uh, we're a long ways from understanding that fully yet, but uh, we're doing the best we can and, and probably spending more time just making sure we're the best we can be to compete the best that we can and see where that takes us and then later on as we have ourselves improved enough we can focus on more of the game plan the other people are doing in the next round that you play people i know everybody's in the same boat but are you noticing a big impact about having a week less of preparation oh there's there's no question about it there's so many things that i took for granted through normal practice periods in the preparation of things and especially when we were sick and, you know, four of the five seniors were gone. I had one senior and the rest of the kids, I would say something. They'd look at me like they had no clue. And I'm going, and then I start, well, there I got one senior out there, you know. And and so I, I apologized and I just told them, I, you know, I, I realized there's a lot of things I can't assume because of those lost practices. And that's, that's set behind the level of basketball playing that we're at right now. Uh, that was normal, but it's the same for everybody. And we talk about the ownership of, you know, learning what you're supposed to do and get taking care of the details. And, you know, the team that gets that execution level the fastest has the best chance of overall uh, stepping their game up and, and getting where you want to go. So that's what we're emphasizing. And, and that's the challenge that we've got and what we're doing right now. So I know you like play aggressive style defense. Are you able to do that this season? Not not as much as I would like to with the changeover that I have. Um, we, we're not picking it up. And you know it takes five people at a time. Oh, yeah. like five yeah. people. And as soon as you get one or two that aren't where they belong, it's the basket's made. Layups. And I'm not one that likes easy baskets. No, you don't like layups. No. <laughs> and so, you know, I... I'm not playing the style of ball quite the way I'd like to. We're moving in that direction. We worked hard again at it last night to hopefully use it today, but uh, we're nowhere near where we need on the pressure game. So we're that's another one of those things that's got to be in catch-up mode. It isn't much to get uh, Ron Brining up off the bench, but a layup. That gets oh, yeah, he don't mind layups. <laughs> yeah, easy baskets win ball games. I like our share, and I don't like giving them up. So. <laughs> now, today you get to play Potterville, and I'm sure people are like, why in the world are they playing Potterville? Maybe I'll let you explain to Titan fans and to the Yeah, my, my son he lives uh, up there in Charlotte and uh, is the athletic director at Potterville. And when the 22 games came in, we both needed games. Uh, and, uh, you know, John Eggert's been a tremendous help to Jake in the uh, adjustment of being, you know, an athletic director. And uh, so they got together and we found a place to play and put a game down there. And, again, just the, the trip type of thing is a region type mm-hmm. 
uh, trip and the kids get that experience and they're together a little bit more for the sake of chemistry and uh, so we're looking forward to that. I wanted it early in the season because don't want to fight snow if I can help it. Uh, yeah. So we got it to go for today and so we're off and running and Jake happens to be playing Lansing Christian I think it is or Lansing Catholic uh, right after um, so I get to watch his team play and then I'm going to oh, stay nice. up there and see my granddaughters and come home Sunday and get back after it. So it's a nice, nice little family affair, and that's how the connection came out of that. Not a bad weekend. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, it'll be a very, very busy, but in a really positive way, and uh, it'll be a good basketball test for our JV and varsity, and I, I think it's going to be a great day. We've talked a lot about what Jaden Meck has done, especially in that game against Our Lady of the Lake, but it, it, it takes more than one to uh, to be successful. Who's some of the other young ladies that have stepped up for Yeah, so the, the other captain, Jules Kaler, is just leadership wise doing amazing things and even at that game that we had with uh, our lady she sprained her ankle and taped it up put me in coach yeah uh, helps that her mother sits there as a assistant to me <laughs> and uh, to do what she did leadership wise that's been a real big positive thing so those two captains are a big deal and uh, I got uh, Sarah Adams and uh, Ava Bielman and Sydney Book, three seniors that are there to make things happen for us. Um, Michaela Labonte and uh, Hannah Tahaney as, as juniors, and Demercia Mabaya juniors are just learning what it's about in a very positive way, and are talented young people that are getting more confident in their role. So I think that's going to be positive. And we've got two sophomores that have stepped up: um, Madison Zayner at guard, which is hard to learn as a sophomore to carry that kind of load she's doing a great job in learning and then uh, we have Emma Sizak in the post who's doing a great job for us she just learns and goes eager always got a smile on her face and eager to work hard and uh, tremendous blessing those two sophomores have brought in filling out our roster there so I couldn't be happier with the development and as always as a coach you want it to be a little bit faster mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think they are starting to get the idea that we want to go a little faster so we're getting there well your first two conference games two wins in the the conference right. it's nice to start off conference yep. play like absolutely. that absolutely i i told him congratulations on putting yourself in position to compete for the conference title right. long ways to go but a great start to begin with exactly and right. your schedule kind of helps with a team that doesn't have as much experience too i think absolutely and uh that's exactly what we do i I admire the fact that all that goes into scheduling because I did it for 10 years as an AD and uh, you know it's great that it works out that way and it's and and build confidence yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's great that we have the opportunity to uh, you know point to different things in development and learn along the way so uh, just like how it unfolds and, uh, and then we look at the end there just before districts yeah. we're playing some awfully good teams and need to be playing good basketball at that time to head towards the second season so love what we got and looking forward to the challenge i'd love a few more practices <laughs> jim's gonna creep in down uh, st joe yeah, avenue here in the second half, so we'll <laughs> let you hop on the bus us. all right <laughs> i'm sure they would do well without me so <laughs> kids know. are probably telling hey go 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> good luck this afternoon thank you yeah, very fun. much good to see you yeah, guys enjoy that weekend thank you all right we'll take a break we'll come back and talk benton harbor girls basketball next on news talk sports 94.9 wsjm On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. 
Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again, or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals, because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. It's the geometry teacher who mans the ticket window. It's the kid in grade school who paints her face blue and white before every home game. It's the accountants and salesmen and store managers who give up their Friday evenings to referee. It's the graduate who listens to the league championship game on the internet. It's the parent who sells ads in the school athletic program. It's the cashier at the corner convenience store who wears school colors on every game day. It's the trainers, equipment managers, and ball boys who never miss a practice. What makes high school sports here in Michigan so special? They do. You do. We all do. High school sports. It's the we that every community needs. This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Be aware of some slushy, slick spots early in the morning from yesterday's snowfall. Today will stay dry for most of the day, even though gray skies will be overhead. Highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. A stray shower is possible this evening and overnight lows in the mid-30s. Tomorrow and Monday will be very similar with cloudy skies overhead and highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. Changes are on the way midweek when rain becomes likely. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar now open uh, later for lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, uh, some of these menu items available after 3 o'clock include smothered uh, chorizo burrito. You've also got Jamie's enchiladas, Ryan's meatloaf, a couple of specialty desserts. They've got your name written all over them. <laughs> New York cheesecake. Oh, I'm all over that one. I'll tell you that right now. Six-layer chocolate lover's dream. That'd be second. <laughs> and uh, be, I'll be honest, it'll be tough to top cheesecake. Oh, oh yeah, for me. it is tough to. In, you're, you got to check it out here, and also cranberry walnut bread pudding with caramel sauce. I'm, I'd one say yes. A, one B, one C. One for each day. <laughs> check out the full menu, fullcirclestevensville.com. You can also order online for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We uh, turn our attention to uh, Benton Harbor Girls Basketball. Kenny Jackson, head coach, is joining us. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Nice start for the uh, ladies. And then uh, this past week, a couple of really tough ball games. Really tough. Uh, you know, a week ago I was 2-0. and Now I'm 2-2. Two and two. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how things change, just like the weather in southwestern Michigan. Well, you know, your last game out against... Uh, Buchanan, uh, you got uh, height coming in. Buchanan's got height coming in. How did the two teams match up? It was it was a great atmosphere. Probably for about the first six minutes, the score was two to two. 
Wow. It was just two to two. Defense was uh, great. Defense being played, but um, you know they they went on a run. Uh, probably within like about the minute thirty seconds. The next thing I know, it was eleven to two. Mm. Then it was seventeen to five. Next thing you know, it's seventeen to fourteen. We we come back with a run, and then we had a third quarter uh, that just kind of just wore us down a little bit. But uh, that Labria Austin, she hit something almost like a half court shot at the end. You don't never want to see that going into halftime, but you really don't hold anybody out there with a couple seconds left. Right. And she just threw it up, mm-hmm. made it. But of course, we made one against St. Joe. So, you know, you live by the jumper, die by the jumper. <laughs> Were a lot of people there to see the two D1 play, it post was, players to There go was at a couple. It? There was a uh, – I talked to a gentleman from uh, Midwest Recruiting, mm-hmm. and I know I think Central Michigan was in the house uh, as well to see Desiree. And uh, I don't know who else was there, but there was a lot of people I in would the say fans. Yeah, yeah. a lot of fans there. It was, it, was, it was a decent crowd. I mean, you don't see – Many six-two girls going against six-five girls no, in high school ball in the same conference. You don't, and that was it. Was it was amazing to see the two different styles because uh, Faith is definitely more low post. She's strong. She can actually shoot, but she just doesn't. Uh, I don't know if that's just the style of play. Uh, Desiree, she's a little bit more mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much meat on her bones. Uh, she had a decent rebound tonight, but they made it tough to score. Mm-hmm. You ever see uh, Faith play volleyball? Yes. Get out of the way. Of her <laughs> Look at you. Yes. Yes. Oh. yes. Yes. <laughs> and and her sister. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. As, as I'm glad we, she's a senior. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I'm looking at the at the crew coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Might not be so good either way. <laughs> and then uh, Austin, she's coming back, so it's gonna be tough. But I mean, that's just. Sometimes uh, what the Bible says, the last will be first and the first will be last. So That's our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that matchup, we began in the matchup with St. Joe, it's good for area girls basketball, yes, it isn't is. it? Yes, it is. I love it because, well, Bitten Harbor basketball, probably about five, six years ago, we just wasn't very good. Couldn't compete with anybody around here. And now at least we're in games. I mean, three or four years ago, those probably would have been 40-point games. Easy. But at least uh, now we're going up and down with it. We're competing. And uh, it's just a matter of making more shots. Mm-hmm. That's it. We make more shots. It's a different ball game. That's it. We missed a ton. Missed about 29 at least. Wow. 29 shots. So. But that game with Buchanan, was there talk that, hey, we had, this is a conference game now? Well, actually, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> not used to it. I didn't even think about it. Not used to it. Um, it, I, it matter of fact, in our pregame speech, it never come up. It was just a matter of us being able to play and compete hard in front of our fans. Mm. And it stretches we did, and then it stretches we didn't. And the stretches that didn't, 
what kind of allowed um, the can to go on a run. Mm-hmm. Those first two games, win against Barry and Springs, an impressive win against Michigan Lutheran, uh, first two games of the season, did you see what you expected to see early on? I saw what I expected to see, but at the same time, I, I, I had a, a vision that, you know, other teams may do something different. Uh-huh. You know, you watch and you say, okay, that's a primary ball handler, and she's always trying to get it to her. Any good scout is going to say you face guard this one, double team that one, and no one else can score. Right. Right. And that's pretty much what happened. So um, the um, St. Joe game, our best defender got in foul trouble early. Mm. So that hurt. And then we were playing man-to-man defense. Uh, this game, we didn't really get in foul trouble, but I think the nerves kind of got to him again. We just turnover after turnover after turnover, like four or five turnovers in the first quarter. We get a steal, give it back. Get a steal, give it back. Get a steal, give it back. Yeah. No, not, it is Christmas. Yes, it is. <laughs> it, it, it is the giving season. It is. <laughs> We're talking with uh, Benton Harbor Girls uh, basketball coach Kenny Jackson. The uh, Lady Tigers off to a 2-2 uh, two and two start. We'll talk about the upcoming uh, schedule and also some of the other top performers for the Tigers as we continue from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home, too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind, cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. Where can you find good information on all kinds of topics related to the well-being of our student-athletes? Check out the health and safety page of the MHSA website. Learn about multi-sport participation, heat and hydration, cardiovascular resources, as well as insurance benefits available for our students. It's all on the health and safety page of MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. weather outside may be frightful, but this time of year more than any other, we hope your family is warm and cozy, resting in your comfort zone. Hi, this is Michael Ross from City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, wishing you the happiest of holidays filled with peace and joy. The crew in blue will do our best to keep your home comfortable so you can focus on your family, loved ones, and special holiday celebrations. I hope it's the most enjoyable Christmas yet. So if you're dreaming of a white Christmas or have your fingers crossed that it warms up like Christmas in July, let's make it merry. On behalf of the Ross family, the crew in blue, and all of us here at City, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Call the crew in blue at City today. City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Keeping you in your comfort zone. A Ream Pro Partner. Ream, the new degree of comfort.
From Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM are also brought to you in part by Rogers Foodland, your family food store, faster, easier, friendlier. Talking Benton Harbor Girls basketball, head coach Kenny Jackson, the uh, Tigers, we were talking about you know the matchups that you've had with uh, Desiree against the opponents. Who are some of the other girls that, uh, that have kind of stepped up for you here early on? Well, I mean, we have, um, you know, obviously Jemiah Jordan, but she's been on the team for four years, but um, uh, secure Baxter, little little I call little Eb, or her 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 older brother was the same champion. Say yes, Elijah. Okay. Yes, and when I first met the little girl, I said, "You're a little, you're Elijah's little sister." She said, "Yes, he's trash." <laughs> 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 but she she's turning out to be quite a player. Thank you. Um, but I just have to get her more comfortable because uh, I really want her to be the point guard. Mm-hmm. And but when the lights get bright, she's giving that rascal up, and I got to call a timeout to get the ball. I want you to work on this. I want you to work on that because it's a long season. We're a better team if she handles the ball. We're a better team if she handles the ball. And you get Jemiah Jordan off the ball, who's also our best shooter. And she's our best playmaker. So you get her off the ball, first pass goes to her, and then she can direct the offense from that point. But it's too much pressure on Jemiah bringing the ball up the court, then facilitating the offense. It's just too much. So I want to take her off the ball a little bit more. So At this point in the season, I know you're only four games a year, but are you pretty well set on what you think your starting lineup will be now? Yes. I'm pretty well set on what I think the starting lineup will be. And um, hopefully uh, no injuries. Right. That'll, like that will be the starting lineup. Um, we don't have a lot of numbers. And, you know, when I look at other teams and, you know, this, they have more people know what to do than what we have, even though I have a 6-5. So makes a difference when you get to those close games and the ball is swinging. It makes a huge difference. You don't want the last second shot to end up over here. Mm-hmm. And you don't want the ball to go over here because you, you know they don't know what to do with the ball. So that's fine, though. I'm, I'm content. They're good kids. All I really wanted to do was to get the program back to respectability. There. Well, you know, Brett, early on mentioned the amount of games you have early on. You Four under your belt, three more before uh, Christmas, and that's going to start uh, with uh, Dwajak coming up next. Yes, I'm, had, I'm looking know. forward to I haven't I haven't scouted them at all. I'm going to probably look so I can find some information on Dwajak. And, um, I mean, they beat us last year, so I know the girls got a sour taste uh-huh. in their mouth. That was a district, wasn't that it? That was a yeah. district. So, But that's fine. I just told the girls – you just, we just have to start matching teams' energy, and the games will be a lot closer. Even though St. Joe was a great game, uh, Buchanan, it was a great game, I still don't think overall we matched their energy in, like, the third quarter or fourth quarter. Decent runs to come back when there's no pressure, but we need to keep it close enough so that maybe we can get some victories in the end. Is that... Like those third quarters, is that mental and or conditioning or both? It's mental. Yeah. It's pretty much mental because last year Desiree used to check out of the game in the first quarter. It's these, she's played the last couple games the whole time. No complaints, nothing. 
Same thing with Jemiah Jordan. So it, it has to be mental. We have to learn that because a team goes up, even if they go up 10, that's three shots. Mm-hmm. Three shots, couple free throws, couple steals, and 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 uh, we're back in the game. You know, you have to start. You have to start thinking. Let's get a steal, get a stop, or get a stop, make a basket. Get a stop, make a basket. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And um, you know, I think we'll be fine. We'll <laughs> we'll find out today. <laughs> Get him in the gym right after the show, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned uh, Dwight Jack up, and then you've got Grand Rapids Union, uh, and you've got the Water Valley before the, uh, the holiday, but uh, before the holiday break. Grand Rapids Union at least is here, right? I don't know. <laughs> I want that. I really wanted to be in Hawaii if I can get it, but it's probably going to be here. But that's a club there. I don't think I've been with them 40 for Grand Rapids Junior. They run. Hmm. And you hear me talk so often about the team that we have to beat in order to be a, um, in order to compete. You got to beat the Grand Rapids teams. You got to beat the Kalamazoo Central team. You got to beat the Battle Creek Central teams. Teams that come with complete energy, and they're going to come with complete energy for the full 32 minutes. You got to be able to match it. They're not that big, but I tell you, when you watch them warm up, that's when you know you're in trouble. Uh, hmm. That's when you know it. I mean, they're, the things that they're doing, they're not doing just regular layups. <clears throat> it's a regular layup, then it's a Euro step next time. <laughs> so yeah. when you start doing that and you said – that takes discipline mm-hmm. to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and they hustle. So, but that comes with, like I said, you got to have three or four ball handlers on the court with that kind of kind of team. You can't even get it to the big girl if you got one ball handler. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, turnover wise, how are your numbers compared to what they are compared to what you would like to see or what your goal was? Uh, we need that turnovers to go down. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's it's the the unforced ones, like just throwing it yeah, directly so, to the yeah. other team, mm-hmm. <laughs> dribbling it again. It is Christmas, Cole. <laughs> dribbling it right off your big toe, mm-hmm. you know, and just traveling. I mean, <laughs> wrong league. <laughs> How do you have four travels in the first few minutes? Would would you attribute that part of that to nerves? Yes, yes, they're 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 anxious. But I I told the girls, everyone has a role on the team, mm-hmm. and the girls who want to score, that may not be your role, right? We ha- be patient on offense. We got to learn to be patient and execute, and that's our biggest issue. We're not patient enough, mm-hmm. and we're not uh, securing our ball handling enough. And we really don't pass as well as I think we should. I love that you say that because you see so many teams, They one kid gets the ball and you just have a feeling. He's thinking, as soon as I get it, or she, I'm going to shoot. Exactly. But, I mean, patience for a lot of teams is gone. Yeah, it, that is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. If you watch it, it is a recipe for disaster. What I do like about uh, St. Joe and Buchanan when I watch them, they pass really well. And that's from top down. JV's pass really well. And uh, you know, I interviewed a couple of my 
uh, prospective assistants, and I asked him about how do you beat a press, and no answer. How to beat one? Yeah. Beat it with a pass. Oh, yeah. Well, if they don't know how to be a press in varsity, right. it'd be a right. short-lived coach. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right, so the Lady Tigers up next uh, on the road at uh, Dwajak this upcoming week and then at home against Grand Rapids Union. It's going to be a couple of good ball games. It's going to be a great couple of ball games. I, uh, and, you know, I don't, as, you guys, as you guys know, I really don't compare – I don't really – Look at wins and losses. I look at the growth of the program. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to compete and be in the games. Yeah. Be in the games, and then you're fine. It's like almost watching a great boxing match. You don't want somebody getting knocked out in 30 seconds. You want it to go the distance, and you want it to go back and forth to the scorecard. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I want. All right, Coach, good luck this week. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, as always. Have Appreciate a good weekend. It. You too. Good All Christmas. right, thank you. Thank you. We will take a break. More coming up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. A whole lot of points scored in a district football semifinal, and a couple schools break long conference championship droughts. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The first week of the football postseason is in the books, and there were a number of eye-popping notes from the 128 games in 11-player and 16 games in the 8-player. Maybe the biggest, literally, was the total point scored in the Waterford-Mott-Saginaw Heritage game. Mott won 77-63. Yes, 140 total points. That's 20 touchdowns. It's also the second highest combined point total in state history. Climax Scots beat Fulton in 2017, 84-62 for a total of 146 points. Our lowest scoring playoff game in round one went into overtime scoreless. In the first OT, East Jordan scored a touchdown and got a 6-0 win over Frankfurt, giving East Jordan its first playoff win since 1999. Elsewhere, three three-win teams notched first-round wins, Brother Rice, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and Benzie Central. And three four-win teams also won, Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central, Sterling Heights Parkway Christian, and Lansing Catholic. The Cougars knocked off previously unbeaten Duran, one of three 9-0 teams to lose in round one. There is one matchup of unbeatens in round two. 10-0 Tecumseh will tangle with 10-0 Riverview for a district title in Division Four. Game balls this week go to Gladwin Volleyball's Erin Brault. She had 31 kills, 18 digs, and 7 aces in a Jack Pine Conference quad as Gladwin won its first volleyball conference championship since 1978. Rockford Soccer's Brennan Karras His first goal of the year was a game winner, sending the Rams to the semifinals and keeping their unbeaten record intact. And to Anchor Bay runner Thomas Westfall, he set a new school record in leading Anchor Bay to its first cross-country regional championship since 1999. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. 
For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. A soccer match is about to start. One team is wearing their road white uniforms, the other is wearing their home blues. It's pretty easy to spot the referee in the middle of the field wearing a bright yellow referee jersey. But what if the home team is nicknamed the Yellow Jackets and they're also wearing bright yellow jerseys? Well, soccer officials come prepared. They have a number of different colored jerseys so they can wear something that contrasts with both teams. While yellow is the default color, they can easily change into a distinct uniform if needed, as red, blue, green, and black are also acceptable colors. They may even choose to wear a different color from what the goalkeepers are wearing. The last thing a referee wants to be is mistaken for a player on the field. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. November marks the final month of the 2022 fall sports season. A number of sports have their MHSAA finals in the coming weeks. Boys and girls cross country will run at Michigan International Speedway on November 5th. A live stream will be available on the NFHS network. Boys soccer finals are also on November 5th. You can listen to all four matches on the MHSAA radio network or watch them all at MHSAA.tv. The girls lower peninsula swimming and diving finals are November 18th and 19th. Division 1 is at Oakland University, Division 2 at Calvin University, and Division 3 at the Holland Aquatic Center. Action for both Friday and Saturday will be available to watch on MHSAA.tv. Volleyball will wrap up their season and crown champions in Battle Creek on September 19th. The semifinals and finals will be both on the radio network and MHSAA.tv. Eight-player football finals from Marquette on November 19th will be on both the radio network and the MHSAA.tv, and then will re-air on Thanksgiving night on Valley Sports Detroit. And then the fall season ends with the 11-player football finals at Ford Field on Valley Sports Detroit and the MHSAA radio network. For matchups, start times, and more, please check out MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. If you like to shop, 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 United Federal Credit Union has Visa credit cards that offer perks, perks, perks. And the right card can make all the difference. Our U-First Visa card offers great low rates and no fees, while our U-Rewards Visa card offers, well, great rewards. You choose the card that's right for you. Gotta give you credit for that. Visit unitedfcu.com slash credit card today. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Equal Opportunity Lender. Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville. That's going to do it for the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Want to thank um, Lake Michigan. I should say Our Lady of the Lake. Okay. Girls you'll, basketball. You'll co- there's, <laughs> there's my find in the uh, the cup. Mary Vojko from Our Lady of the Lake Girls Basketball. Mike Clark from uh, Lakeshore Girls Basketball. Ron Briney from Michigan Lutheran Girls Basketball. Kenny Jackson from Benton Harbor Girls Basketball. And hopefully uh, Jeff Wallace's family starts to feel a little bit better. 
better and he can get out of the house a little bit. You know, suffering from the traveling cold that's going around. That is going to do it for the coaches. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. Brought to you by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, Parrot Company, and Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM-FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph.